Here we are in Psalm 115, verses 12 to 14. Um, it says this, The Lord has been um, mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. There's a lot of blessing of houses going on here. You know, and I, I want to declare, He will bless the house of Citygate in Jesus' name. He will bless those that fear the Lord, both small and great, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Can I say that again? The Lord will increase you more and more, you and your children. Today, I want to talk about a spirit of increase. It's something I believe God wants us to be bold with, something to be confident with. Um, it's something that is at the very heart of God's um, character, God's nature, who God is. When God gets involved with something, it will bring increase. When he created mankind, he said, go forth and increase. Increase. In fact, the promise of God is always increase. It's never decrease. God doesn't want us to decrease and decrease other than I must decrease and he must increase in my life. Of course, that's what John the Baptist said. But as far as our life experience, God wants it to go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from one place to the next place and increase. He wants our, our understanding of God to increase. He wants our experience to increase. He wants the anointing upon our life to increase. He wants our faith to increase. Perhaps I've gone ahead of of myself just a little bit, but so often people have, have been around churches that, that perhaps give the idea that, that, you know, almost God's a God a decrease, that actually he wants to take things away and he wants to remove things and he wants to make things harder. But the opposite is true. God will increase you more and more, you and your children. It is God's will that we increase. That's something that I believe God wants us to settle once and for all in life that God wants us to increase as we, as we discover our purpose, as, we, as we're filled with the Holy Spirit, as we grow in our relationship with God, I believe God wants us to increase in our experience and in our encounter with God and in our experience of life in God. We are blessed. The Bible says we're blessed. This, this passage is great. It says he will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless. He will bless. But now because the cross has happened, we can look back and say we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. We have been blessed. God has already blessed us. And now our life is to live a life of obedience and submission to God and a life of faith as we walk in the blessing of God. And as we do walk in the uh, blessing of God and as we are blessed to be a, a blessing to other people, I believe God wants us to increase. It would be very easy to see the world in the state that we're in at the moment and the challenges that everybody's facing and to think, you know what, we can all expect a time of decrease. And of course, we understand there are seasons. There's a time to build and a time to take down. There's a time to plant and there's a time to harvest. We understand that there are always seasons, but don't ever use the state of the world to judge the character of God. You see, I absolutely believe that even when it's time of famine, 
Isaac sowed in the land of famine and reaped a hundredfold in that time, in that year, in that time of famine, in the hard ground that everybody else just abandoned and gave up on. You see, God is a God of increase. And as we hear his voice and are led by his spirit, we will increase more and more. And God wants us to be able to hand on that increase to our children. I believe we have a covenant of increase. It's a promise of increase in the blood of Jesus Christ. We are in a kingdom of increase. The Bible says the kingdom of God forcefully advances, expanding to the left and to the right. Isaiah 54, one of the great passages, one of the great um, promises of God for Israel. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your habitation. Strengthen your stakes. Uh, lengthen your cords. You shall expand to the left and to the right. It's increase all the way. And today, friend, I want to encourage you that God is a God of increase and he wants your life to be a life of increase as it displays his goodness and his glory to the people around us. I believe increase is to pass on to our kids. I want to leave this world a better state than the way it was handed on to me. Not that I own it, but, but I, want it, I want to hand on to my children an experience that has increased while I've been a steward of it. I believe God wants me to steward the time I have, steward the finances I have, steward the gifts he's given me, to grow those, to expand those. And as we're good stewards with the gifts, we turn five talents into 10 talents. It's increase. And as we do increase that which God has given us, it means we can hand on to our children, hand on to the next generation, something that's increased in our hands. You see, God thinks the generations. He doesn't just start and stop with each um, generation. He wants things to increase and be passed on. I believe as a church, God wants us as Citygate Church to hand on something greater than that was handed to us when we planted the church 23 years ago. See, God is the God of increase. I don't want to pass on a mentality of limitation. You know, you can hang around some people and you come away feeling smaller. I want to be the sort of person, I believe God wants all of us to be the sort of people that others hang around us and they leave having experienced increase, having, having enlarged their experience, having learned something, having been told something is possible, having been encouraged, not discouraged. You see, I don't want to pass on a restriction mentality. I want to pass on an expanded mentality. I, want to, I don't want to pass on a fixed pie mentality. There seems to be a lot of that in our, in our generation and in our society that if somebody has more, it means I've got less. Well, no, because God's pie is not fixed. My prosperity is not dependent on how much somebody else does or doesn't have. I'm not going to be comparative. I'm not going to compare all over the place. There's a great parable about that in the Bible about how Jesus hired somebody at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, or the parable is about somebody who's hired at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the way through the day. Then they all got the same salary and some people got upset, said that's not fair. And actually the whole point of the parable was, was don't compare your life to somebody else. You be happy with what's given you and yet we seem to live in such a comparative society today that everybody needs to pull you know, be pulled down to my level. Let's not live like that. Let's not pass on a fixed pie mentality. When I believe God can show himself strong in my life, it, 
completely independent of what he's doing with somebody else's life. I don't want to pass on a mentality that something is not possible. I want to pass on a possibility mentality that all things are possible to he who believes and that all things are possible with our almighty God. I want people to come around Citygate Church and leave greater people, leave people who've been enlarged in some way in their life. See, I believe in the God of increase. I believe in a kingdom of increase. I believe in a word of increase. I believe in a spirit of increase, an anointing of increase. I believe it is something that we carry upon our lives. And I think it's something to seek God about and say, God, if it's in your word that you will increase more and more, I want to lay hold of that in Jesus' name, that my life is anointed with that spirit of increase. And I want to encourage you today, friend, you know, to really press into God and say, God, you are the God of the increase. Therefore, I seek your face for this and I lay hold of it in Jesus' name. See, people seek God for, you know, the ability to heal the sick and people seek God for the ability, you know, to show different characteristics of God and different aspects of his grace and of his mercy. But I want to encourage you today, friend, to be bold with this incredible spirit of boldness that God is stirring on the inside of us and say, God, I want to be a believer. I want to be a Christian who displays the spirit of increase in my life that everywhere I go, I bring increase. I bring up, you know, opportunity into people's lives. Jesus said, sent out all the disciples and said, wherever you go, bring increase. Can I say it like that? He said, wherever you go, he said, I want you to heal the sick. I want you to provide for any need. I want you to leave the shalom of God in whichever house you go into. Shalom really means wholeness, no lack. You see, he said, go into every situation and wherever you go, bring increase. It's part of the sending of the church into all the world to preach the gospel is to bring increase into people's lives. It is the divine life. It is the nature of divine life in us to desire to increase. You see, it's a very sad thing, but so often a religion has almost tried to paint the picture that it's wrong to want to increase. Oh, that's just greed. No, it's not greed. It's the character of God to increase. And I believe God wants us to increase. He wants us to have a desire to increase. I have a passion to increase. I have a passion to grow, to increase in all sorts of areas that we're going to go through today. But I have a passion for increase. I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to be average. I don't just want to carry on in life just being the same old, same old. I have a deep passion on the inside to go from one place to the next place in increase, not in reduction and not on the same level because I believe it's the divine nature of God on the inside of us. It's divine life on the inside of us which desires to increase. What does God want to increase in our lives? Well, I've got a number of things here very quickly before we get into how do we increase. Number one, God wants our faith to increase. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3 um, says that your faith grows exceedingly. And here in 1 Thessalonians 3.10, it says, I want to increase what is um, not there in your faith. I want to bring increase in your faith. See, God wants our faith to increase. I believe faith grows like, a, um, you know, as you exercise, you strengthen. As I exercise this arm, it would strengthen, it would grow. Well, faith is exactly the same. As you put faith to work, it's going to grow. God wants your faith 
to increase. What else does God want to increase? Psalm 71 verse uh, 21 says this, you shall increase my greatness. You shall increase my greatness. That really speaks of honour and favour, but you shall increase my greatness. God wants to increase your greatness today. That's not to make you arrogant and proud, but I believe God wants us to be able to influence our world from a place of greatness, from a place of God, you know, have something to say. I believe greatness can increase in Jesus' name. The third thing, it says Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5, a wise man will increase in learning. God wants our learning to increase. I thank God for the education system in the world, in, our, in, in England, in, you know, across the world. There's, there's an understanding that education's a good thing and we desire to learn and we desire to grow. But the Bible really says I can seek God and God can add learning to me. God can increase. Some people are academic, some people are not academic. But God's spirit and God's kingdom can bring learning into all of our lives. God wants to increase our learning. Job chapter 8 verse 7 really speaks of a small beginning but an increased end, an increased end of your life. I believe as we go through life on a life journey, we're all on a journey. And you know what? That journey can be crazy sometimes. It can be up and down and in and out and left and right. And I'm not saying going away from God or anything like that. But even that, you know, God wants to bring you back if you've, if you've turned your back on God and gone away from God. But God wants the end of our life to be greater than our former years. He doesn't want us to decrease. He wants us to increase. I am so incredibly inspired by, by the elderly and people who have got a story to tell and say, look at my life. And it's gone from one place of glory to the next place of glory. And God has brought increase into my life. I can remember sitting with a gentleman. He was in his 80s and, um, and he got his Bible out. I was in my 20s. In fact, I'll tell you how old I was. I was 21 years old. I was just about to get married. And he, and, and he was in his 80s and he was... A, a great Scottish gentleman, and he, and he got hold of the Bible off the coffee table, and he sort of held it with such honor and such respect, and, and he just spoke to me, and actually Sharon was there as well, and he spoke to us just about things in his life and, and how God had shown himself strong, and I just thought, you know what, your life has, has increased. You've gone from glory to glory, and he so inspired me, to, you know, to want to live and to finish the race, to fight the good fight, um, fight and to win the race and to, and to get the crown that is uh, stored up for us as we enter into glory. You know what? God wants you to increase. Don't think your life is going to go down. Come on. God says, I will increase you more and more, you and your children, all the way through to the latter part of your life. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, your land and your stock will increase. Your fruitfulness, that which you produce, all of us put our hands to things. It could be that I'm employed or an, or am an employer. It could be I've got a business or I work for somebody else. Could be all sorts of different experiences. But however our experience is, God wants us to bear fruit. He wants us to produce more and more. He wants us to increase as he gives us the insight and the understanding how to do that. 
The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 19, the humble shall increase their joy. I love to think about joy. And I, you know, I tend to think I've got, a, a, you know, a whole, a whole vat of joy on the inside. It doesn't always get out. Sometimes I've got to rejoice by faith because I really don't feel like rejoicing. But I know I've got a spirit of joy that is my strength. And yet here the Bible says the humble shall increase their joy. So I know today I may have what I think is the fullness of joy, but tomorrow there's more joy because God wants us to increase in our joy as we humble ourselves before the Lord. What else does God want to increase? Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 10. It says your silver and your gold will multiply. Abundance will multiply. God says, I've given you the power to get wealth. And I'm not going to get into an abundance uh, you know, type of a sermon here today. But I do believe God wants us to increase financially. God wants us to increase. You know, it's not wrong to save. It's not wrong to have a pension. It's not wrong to, you know, to be involved with stocks and shares. These things are all fine. It's all good. But you know what? As we sow seed into the kingdom of God, the Bible says, don't store up on earth where moth and rust destroys. But store up for yourselves in heaven. I believe that as we sow our seed, and it's so important in times of famine that we just keep sowing seed and tithes and offerings and being... Um, generous to other people. I absolutely believe you cannot outgive God and every seed is good seed sown into good ground and God will always bring a harvest. Why? Because he says the gold is mine and the silver is mine and in this place I'm going to give abundance. We serve a God of abundance in Jesus' name and God wants that abundance to increase more and more. As I think back over my, over my life as a Christian, there are times we've lost everything and times that we've got things back and times that it just seems to be gradual and other times when God's really blessed us. And of course, there are different seasons in God. But you know what? Our God is still Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord, your provider, and he will increase your abundance, your finances, your wealth in Jesus' name. What else does God want to increase? Colossians 2 verse 19, it says that every joint in the church, every person functioning in the church will cause the increase of the church, the increase of the body, that's both in maturity and also in our numbers as we grow. I believe God wants the church to increase. It will be fascinating to see what these last few months have done for the growth of the church around the world. I know without a doubt that when things get tough, people turn to God and things have been really tough the last few months. So I have absolutely no doubt that people have turned to God, but it's not just about things are hard. So let's turn to God. I believe there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our generation that the church is stirring, that it's arising, that it's fanning into flame, gifts and passion for the lost. And you know what? I believe the church is growing. The church will increase more and more. And it says here, as people do their part, as we all serve, as we all pray, as we all get involved, you know what? God will build the church in Jesus' name. Some people think the church is in decline. Absolutely not. The church is going from glory to glory and from strength to strength. The church is the answer for the world today. What else does God want to grow? 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 12 says that you may increase and abound in love. You know what? The church of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, is a kingdom of love. 
It's a kingdom of grace. It's a kingdom of forgiveness. I think it's absolutely tragic that we can see in, you know, perhaps, you know, generations past or even in our day where the church seems to fall out of love with God or fall out in love with people. But I think it's such a sad thing. But you know what? I'm hopeful and I've got, uh, and I got faith that love and compassion is growing in the church. I know as you come to Citygate Church, there is warmth, there's love, there's compassion. So many people, you know, seem to say, if I say, you know, how would you describe the church to new people coming? They just say, oh, it, there's just so much love there. I just feel so accepted. It's just, just so warm. It's, it's as if I came into a family there. Well, that is because we serve a God of love. God is love and the characteristic of God is love and I absolutely believe with all of my heart that as we all seek God and spend time with God that love grows in our lives. You see this is a, a verse, you know the Lord will increase you more and more and I believe God wants us to increase our compassion and our love and our forgiveness more and more. Um, and finally, on these um, examples here of what God wants us to increase in, it says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, it says, God will bless you, speaking to Abraham, God will bless you, Abram, with the abundant increase of favours. I love that word, favour. It's been a central part of my, my Christian experience for many, many years. I heard somebody preach on favour back in 1991. And it absolutely turned my life upside down to believe God for favour on a daily basis. You see, I believe God can open doors which no one can shut. I believe that God goes before us and, and you know, organise things so we're in the right place at the right time. It's favour. The Bible says they did not gain possession of the land. Speaking of Israel, they did not gain possession of the land because they fought for it or because they were so strong. It was because God favoured them. There is something so powerful about favour. And I want to encourage you today, friend, to believe God for favour in your life. At this time when people are, are having to get new jobs and trying to, you know, get a business going again and all sorts of things. You know what? If the favour of God is involved, it'll be far easier than if the favour of God is not involved. Come on. God said, I will increase you more and more and give you the abundant increase of favours. Let's believe God today for an increase of his favour to operate in and through our lives individually and corporately as we go into the rest of this year. So, okay, how do we lay hold of this spirit of increase? How can we be bold with this spirit of increase? As we close today, just a a few things that are keys for us to lay hold of increase in our lives. Number one, I want to say this as the top priority, the first priority is this. Let's get a wisdom. The Bible says it is the principal thing. Cry out for wisdom. Seek wisdom with all your heart. Get understanding. Get, get insight. Go to God let God speak into your heart. Why? Because the Bible says in the left hand and in the uh, right hand, you'll find all the increase that you ever need. You see, increase is found in wisdom. As we know more, as we understand more, as we put more of God's principles to work in our lives. You see, God's word is a book of um, principles. It's a great how-to guide. It's a great how-to guide. But you know what? It's to be read with the person of the Holy Spirit. It's not just a book just to read. It's a book that as we open the pages, the Holy Spirit wants to speak into our lives and give us his wisdom. 
So I want to encourage you today, friend, get wisdom from God's word, from other people's experience, from your prayer life, hearing the voice of God. God wants to give us insight and understanding on what to do and how to do it. The second thing as we lay hold of a spirit of increase is this. Set your faith for increase. You see, the Bible says, be it done to you according to your faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by spending time in God's word. The word of God says, I'll increase you more and more. So I'm going to put my faith on that. And I would encourage you to do the same thing as well. Put my faith on the fact that God has said he will increase me more and more. So I'm going to declare, thank you, Father. I believe I receive increase in my life in Jesus' name. The third thing that we need to do is this. Set our words for increase. Set our words. You see, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, good things come to pass as he says the good things out of his mouth. You see, it's great to understand how to increase. It's great to set your faith for increase, but we've got to be speaking increase. Everything I put my hand to will prosper. In Jesus' name, all things will work together for my good. I declare increase in my church. I declare increase in my small group. I declare increase in my family. I declare increase in my youth group. I declare increase in my finances. I declare increase increase in my employment. I declare increase in my business. You see, it's very, very important that we speak the increase that we believe in God for in Jesus' name because there is power in our worlds. Let's be prophets of increase. Let's be people who speak increase into our lives and of course into the lives of other people. Number four, I believe God wants us to make room for increase. I've spoken to people over many years and they have really felt stirred by God to perhaps open another savings account or to perhaps um, do something else as they're preparing for increase. You see, I, I believe it's always right to act by faith, to do something by faith. And as we're talking today about increase, I believe it's right for us to prepare for increase by doing something practical. The Bible says faith without works is dead. Is there something that I could be doing? Is there something that the church can be doing? Is there something that each of us could be doing to prepare for the increase that is promised by God. There was a time in the Old Testament where they weren't prepared and God brought increase incredibly overnight and it was just, it, it was just incredible and it says they weren't prepared for what God did. So they had to quickly, in an emergency, do something else and get other people involved that should never have been involved in order to get ready because they weren't prepared for the increase that God brought. There are times in the Bible it says God brought these things to pass so suddenly. There are times when God says, come on, prepare because I'm going to be doing something tomorrow. Prepare because I'm going to be doing something in your future. And I believe God wants us to prepare in Jesus' name for the increase that he wants to bring. There was a time, there was a man called Elijah in the Old Testament and, and he used to come uh, through a town and he used to stay with this family. And so this, 
a person who was really hungry for God, it says she prepared and she made a room on top of the house. Why? Because she was preparing for increase. And it actually is an amazing story of what God did. He raised her son from the dead. But it's just the most amazing story. Why? Because she prepared for increase. Is there something you can prepare in your life to receive the increase that God is is preparing to pour into your experience. And finally, as we close today, and this is really important. I know we've covered a lot in the last few weeks about praise and about giving God the glory due his name. You you know, we talked about Jehoshaphat. We talked about the lame man who walked and leaped and praised God. But I think it's absolutely vital that we praise God for increase, that we celebrate what God is going to do. That you know, it's not just I, I think backwards and, and I praise God for what he's done in the past, but I celebrate what I believe God is going to do in the future. I want to encourage you today, friend, to praise God for increase. You might say, yeah, but the brook's dried up. Yes, but Bible says, the Bible says, arise and go to Zarephath. Let's praise God for the oil that's going to flow and for the jar of flour that isn't going to run dry. Come on, let's arise. Let's stir something up. Let's give God the glory due to his name. Let's praise him that he is the God of the increase. Let's praise him for that increase in the new business that you're starting. Let's praise him today for the increase financially in your family, even though it's been a struggle for the last few months. Let's praise him for the great outcomes that there are going to be in the lives of your children, even though they're really young now. You can praise him for the life that they're going to live. Let's praise him for the doors which God's going to open in the days and the weeks to come. Let's praise him today for that which we know he's going to be doing in the future. Let's not wait until we see it. Let's give him the praise and the glory today as we celebrate the goodness of God that he is going to perform for us and show himself strong in our future. And can I hear an amen today? Friend, today we've been talking about having a boldness and a confidence with the spirit of increase. But this is not just about a life of increase. It's, it really comes from the very heart. And that is, the Bible says, the Lord will give you increase more and more. And I want to ask you today, friend, do you know the Lord? Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? The Christian life is not just a life of, of uh, you know, principles from the Bible that if we do them, everything works okay for us. It's a life of having a relationship with the God of the Bible. And I want to ask you today, friend, have you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life? You see, Jesus said you must be born again. You must come to the place in your life where you give your life to God. When you say, Father, thank you for your love for me. You've created me for purpose. You want to increase me. You've got a plan for my life. But first and foremost, you want me to be your child and I want you to be my father. Father, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for sending your son to die for me. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you've got a plan for my life. And today I want to step into the family of God. I want to step into a relationship with Almighty God. How do I do that? Well, it's by saying, Jesus, will you come into my life? Make me a brand new person. I want to hand you my life. I want to hand you my past. I want to hand you my present and I want to give you my future. In Jesus' name, Father, I give you my life. Jesus, be my Lord and my Savior. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that He died on the cross and has been raised from the dead, you will receive eternal, abundant, ever-increasing life. Friend, will you do that today? Will you give 
God your heart? Will you give your life to Jesus Christ and invite him into your heart to make you a brand new person? I'm going to pray a prayer now as we do every week online or whether we're here in church. And I'm going to encourage you to pray it line by line after me. And it's a prayer that that says, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord, my Savior. I give you my life. I want Heavenly Father to be my Father. Why don't you pray this prayer with me today, whether this is the first time or whether you're returning back to God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you've demonstrated your love through sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross to give me life. Thank you for dying for me, Jesus, for paying the price for all my sin. I turn away from the way I've lived. I receive you today as my Lord, my Saviour and my friend. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. Thank you, Father for eternal life. Amen. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer, I prayed that in October the 8th, 1984, and I became a child of God. The Bible says those who receive Jesus, He gives them the power to become the children of God. Friend, that's what's happened in your life today. Whether you feel something different or whether you don't, Almighty God is now your Father. There's going to be other steps. We're going to encourage you to, you know, to get a Bible and to be involved in a church somewhere. But, but friend, I want to celebrate with you today that you're now a child of God. I want to encourage everybody today to be bold. There's a spirit of boldness that's been stirred up in the last few weeks. And I believe God wants us to be people of increase and to bring increase into the lives of the people around us. So every day this week, why don't you do something to help make somebody else's life great? God bless you. Have an amazing week and we will see you next week.